0: The underdog is howling. This is Stanford Steve and the Bear. Ah, yes, a home team getting points. What's better than that? Welcome in. Welcome in. We are. Where are we? today? Monday. We're yes, we're Monday. We're,
1: yeah, we we are Monday. Monday, where December thirtieth. Where are you? Where are I'm, you? I'm, 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 I am in the, uh, the the parking lot outside the Rose Bowl. Oh, getting set, for, yes, getting set for college game day on, uh, the morning of January 1st at the most beautiful setting in sports, the Rose Bowl with Augusta National, a close second. And, uh, yeah, we're here headed, headed over, headed on over from, uh, from, uh, from Phoenix yesterday and we're, and we're ready to roll.
0: Very good. Did you get back, Did you get to bed early on, after the game? You didn't get into anything after the game, did you?
1: No, no. I, actually, it wasn't too bad. I got back at a, a semi-decent hour. What was it? Was it? I mean, just a it's a hike back to that from from Glendale over to Scottsdale. So that's the time we got back. It was it was totally fine. I didn't get it, I didn't get into any trouble after the game. It was just a long day, being that I had travel issues on the way out, and Friday was long. and It was good to just have a a, a decent night of sleep.
0: Very good. Uh, so we were there for the title game. Uh, I was sure for the playoff game uh an all-timer we want to let the people know we will have another podcast next week previewing the title game and i also think i could get a uh a celebrity uh nfl picker who's been on fire for some nfl games uh uh he's actually uh calling the orange bowl tonight so he is not available but he was very interested he has been texting back and forth of course the great steve levy uh we're hoping he could join us um Preview a little NFL games, maybe we get some Islanders hockey in there. Uh, I, love,
1: I love some Islanders hockey. I'm actually looking forward to uh, to, to trying to get down to the Coliseum on a uh, oh. on Saturday the 18th to take my dad to a game for a, a belated Christmas present. But uh, tried it last year, and, the, and like both times I was supposed to go down there, there were there were games that we had like snow and ice storms in Connecticut, and I couldn't couldn't get down there, but. What kills me is, I mean, I, I don't mind spending money on tickets. I'm happy to do that. Yep. It's just all, they, 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 like, the, 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 the fees and stuff are ridiculous on these. It, it's crazy. It's just unbelievable. So i gotta, I got to see if I can figure out a way to score some uh, smiles tickets for the, uh, right. the Cats, cat I'll get on too. that for you. You get on that.
0: I know. I know some people for you. Um, right. Well, as I said, we were in Glendale. Uh, I just want to, you know, we've heard from everybody and their mother, but I have not heard from Bucknut. You were at a wedding. The floor is yours. Um, go ahead.
2: Uh, I don't think I, my the bride and groom are big fans of me right now. Uh, <laughs> dinner, the dancing started right before the game started, so when that started, me and a couple friends walked about a 100 yards to a house that had been converted into a bar. Oh. and Watch, watched the first half of there, then took a shuttle back to the hotel for the second half of the game. Oh. Uh So, yeah, some f- friends of mine may not be friends of mine right now. We're not sure, but, uh yeah, we're here. If I had a dollar for every time someone asked me today how I'm doing, I could just quit this job.
0: All right. Well, I, I asked you how your voice was, and uh your voices were – I thought you were lying to me yesterday. I was on a text, but your voice is good. So uh do you have anything else to say? I mean, this is it.
2: Uh, no, I think I'm good. I don't, okay. I, I, yeah.
0: How uh, the 11 warriors doing?
2: Uh, here's, here's a shocker. They're, um, out of control. Didn't okay. See, no, no. <laughs> didn't see that one coming, did you? <laughs> no, I, uh, I can we could play pick your conspiracy theory right now and it could go all day long.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right. T- well. ter- ter- terry, Terry Porter sends his best from the 2002. National championship game uh, from the Ohio State Miami Fiesta Bowl. Well
2: played. There is a well played. Such a shock I, I that I, comment. I, from am, the bear. I, am not,
1: I am not looking to rub any. But there is. I, I will say this: there is a very, very, very large group of Miami fans is and there? alums who, y'all, believe it or not, that uh, who, who are who are. I'm not saying I don't want to say gloating. Gloating's not the right word, but it was uh-huh. it's just kind of like, well, it took 17 years, but 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 karma finally caught up to them and got them and ripped their heart out the way they uh, the officials ripped the heart out of them, the Miami players and fans that night in in uh, in Tempe. So little little different scenario, but it, it, it's just interesting to see how people are. are, are oh, see 17 years. We're gonna finally karma got they Bill came due they they got theirs. It, 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 do we do we want do we want to break it down or no? I mean, we we could go on
0: forever about this. I mean, we've been doing it for two days, so go ahead. You you were in the no, truck. no, you you had all the replays. Give no, the I, people I, the, it, what, what was going on, it, well, what
1: was going on. We we were just giving the replay booth all the I mean the the, the replay booth called down, say asking for every angle and whatever you, you could have. I guess that's how the process goes. But they um. The, the targeting call, look, I hate the rule. Mm. I wish there were multiple levels where you, you had personal foul targeting, 15 yards, player stays in the game, uh, and then you have kill shot personal foul, like 44 from Oklahoma, uh, yep. in the sugar ball, you're ejected. Uh, by definition, by the way the rule is, it was a penalty. I hate the rule, but the way the, way the rule is, the right call was made. Um, the, the fumble, that was a terrible call. That was a catch. That was a fumble. Should have been a touchdown for Ohio state. But that being said, they could have ended this thing in the first half. You get the ball at the four, get the ball to the four, you get the ball to the five, you get the ball to the 16-yard line. Uh, you drop you, 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 two touchdown passes that Dobbins could have had, uh, the roughing the kicker penalty. I don't even know why you're roughing the punter in that situation where you're going to get the ball yeah. back uh, in, in plus territory and you allow a 94 and a 99 yard touchdown drive. So yeah, while, while the, while the, the, the targeting play happened, while the reversal on the, on the touchdown happened, uh, they had every single opportunity to win the game. And look, I did come away feeling like the best team that night didn't win. And, and mm-hmm. I think if obviously they play 10 times, uh, there's a good chance they each win five. So it, it, it 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 sucks. It's a hard way to lose, but uh, I, I know all Ohio State fans, and remember, going to be going to be focused on replay and review and targeting. And, and but uh, they had every opportunity to take care of it themselves early in the game.
0: It's uh it it all all that you said being on the field for the game. I understand that the overturn on the targeting call. I know you know people want to buy into the momentum thing. What I? What I look at and I look at, you know, I said Ohio State was going to have to play the full 60 and play well. I thought they played well enough to win. The issue I had is you just knew when it's 13 nothing, how the opportunities you gave up and it was right there. And the other thing I'll point out is when it's, if it's 17 or 21 nothing there, all those Clemson quarterback runs, design runs, half of them are out the window because they can't do it anymore. They gotta get back in the game. They know that you're pounding them running the ball and they have to change their game plan, but you, 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 you squandered those opportunities and that, I'm trying to look at the game in, in its totality and I understand people want to, you know, those, those game changing plays, but I didn't have a problem with the punt at all. I was standing right down there on the 10 yard line. He didn't, he had no room to come down and two guys hit him. You know, maybe if it was one, you could have avoided saying, Hey, oh, you know, he fell into him, but you just, you, you can't do that. The catch and the fumble, I just felt like that was coming a million miles away. Uh, I was standing with, um, you know, a couple of our guys that, you know, talked about, you know, though that's the right play, you you know, don't blow the whistle there. Well, when you don't blow the whistle and you let it play out, you're just asking for a disaster, especially when you had a a call turned earlier in the game, overturned against the same team that, that it happened to there. So that's the, that's the, that's the bad part about when they don't, you know, blow the whistle and you saw it right there and how, you know, Costly and 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 messing with your emotions. Actually that
1: was with. the most amazing thing about that play. Yep. That they are so quick to just blow it dead that they mm-hmm. actually let the play run out like they should, and and, and then it, if it were any question about it, because you can't you can't blow it dead and be like, well, yeah, no, it was it was it was a fumble. You get the ball and yeah, you would have scored. So we'll give you the touchdown. They they did the right thing and let it play, and then and and then, and then went to the booth and they uh, and they reversed it. Which I was very surprised by
0: the best uh, two things, and then I saw Andy Staples, our buddy, after the game, and he said he was going. He's the first thing he was writing about was the targeting rule, from what it is to how it's handled to what the way it's called into, and then also to you know, do we really got to escort these guys off the field? I mean, correct? Come on, stupid! Like, what are we doing? Um So he he went in on that. I thought he did a great job. Uh, with that, so I, I definitely see something happening with that rule. That I mean, just look at, you know, the NFL and how bad that's been uh, because the Saints, they wanted to try and fix that. And then if there's ever a time to, to do it last night in the Seahawks-Niners game, <laughs> they don't do it.
1: Still figuring so, out a way to screw the Saints. Um,
0: <laughs> but the best part, Bear, uh, the best part of the night is I'm done. Uh, I get Dabo on with Van Pelt. I go on with Van Pelt to talk about my drop pass. That was very unfortunate, but I have yeah. no excuses. Uh, I'm looking for – I'll make another play, though. I'm going to – just give me another chance. I'll make another play. Anyway, I'm walking back. I mean, it's it's got to be 1230. And Venables is outside his locker room, still dressed out in his full suit. And Kevin Wilson, the Ohio State offensive coordinator, is walking by. And they're literally standing on the bike racks that separate you know, the locker room from the media. Mm-hmm. And they're just go – they're going through the whole game. And I'm walking by, and Venables is like – you know, just this and that, all oh, that third and six. and Wilson's like, Hey, I just you know, before we wrap this, it is you you threw everything you had at me, right? And, and Venicals is like, Oh yeah, oh yes I did. There was nothing left. There was no bullets left in the gun. And I'm just like, That is that's the epitome. I mean, the game, the physicality, it just felt like hadn't seen that in a game like this and this magnitude. What was at stake? It had everything, big plays. Um, you know, star power. I can't wait three years from now to see the NFL guys that played in this game. Uh, but to wrap it all up and see those two great coaches, uh, just going through, back through the battle, you know, you know, blow for blow was, was really, really cool. And I just shook my head walking back to our office as I grabbed my bag saying, you know, that's, that, that's what it's about to, to see those guys, um, give it what they had because both those guys, um, I thought were really well prepared. That's Obviously, great. the Dobbins injury, you know, hurt a little bit. It was timely. Uh, it's right when Clemson took over control. Um, but that's that's what I got on that game. It was an absolute all timer. And I'm sorry the way that people feel the way that it did. And I'm with you. I'm not sure the better team won, but one team did make more plays in the end. Correct. So.
1: And, and, and that, that, that's Clemson. And you took, you if you, you there's a reason they won 28, 29 games in a row. Yeah, you got it. You got it. you got to take them out when you get the chance. But I want to. You mentioned your post game with SVP. I did not get a chance to see the show last night. I am I am assuming and hoping that the the best thing you saw today was indeed Jameis Winston's pick six to end the game to <laughs> cap off the 30-30 campaign.
0: I don't think it was. I don't uh, I think was it perfect. was.
1: I mean, there was not a better thing, a more fitting, great thing in the NFL yesterday than that. Ending the game on a pick six in overtime to finish with thirty with, with thirty touchdowns and thirty picks.
0: Storybook ending. It, it is. It's it's incredible. It really is. Oh. As I
1: say, as I sit here at the site of one of the uh, of the, uh, the Jameis whatever you want to call that fumble, interception, throw it in the air. Backwards yeah. kind of deal they in the uh, in the Rose Bowl
0: against Oregon, and he also threw an all time game winning touchdown the year yes, before against Auburn. He did against Auburn. Yes, did against Auburn. That, right That's there, great, right. there you go, sums it up. <laughs> James Winston Rose Bowl history: the good and the terrible, as Bruce Arians would say. Uh, uh, all right, so we are going to do a, a, a playoff uh, uh, title game pod next Wednesday. We're I won't be produced.
2: Eight. I won't be producing what? that one. You quit? Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. I quit for Wait. that one. You're thrown in the towel,
2: or I'm just going to press record and leave the room. Like, just text me when you're done.
0: You got it. Okay. You don't want to listen to it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fake Death Valley versus real Death Valley. That's that's what I'm going with.
2: Yeah. Tell you, I think it? the loser should have to. They can never use that name ever. again. Ooh,
0: I like it.
1: Now that's making. It, who cares about that? That trophy? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Will, will the real Death Valley stand up?
0: Very good. Um. All right, so we'll do plenty of that. I just, I'm also, I just want to see how Clemson comes out of that game, man. There were some guys walking off that field that were
1: hurt. That was like an NFL game where it was like the 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 last team that doesn't have all of its players just die from like injury and brute physicality. That's a team that was going to win. That was an unbelievably hard hit. Ohio State just beat the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. up front in the first half. It was a mint, And, uh yeah, I would think Dabo Sweeney and Clemson are certainly uh happy to have a little extra time to recover from mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah, I think those uh, that's what I said. Those extra days are huge because those bumps of bruises, you want a couple extra days as long as you can get them. And I still – one of the MVPs of the whole night is the way Ryan Day handled himself after the game. And what could be – I mean, I'll take that guy any day of the week. Damn right. Um, no one – Knowing what he wanted to say and couldn't say and, and still taking every question. If you get a chance, go back and watch his interview with Rinaldi. And then right after that, I watched him. He walked right out onto the big tent set and, and Dave Revson, I give him credit. He went, kept going out, trying to get him to say something about the calls and Dave just, he wouldn't budge and Donardo and Urban were up there too. And it was, uh, it's, it was intense. It really was. And they didn't shy away from anything, which I thought was awesome. So if you get a chance, Go back and watch that interview. The Big Ten sending out. All right, let's get to some games. Um, I I, I got a. I've had an interest in this. Uh, let's go to Tuesday afternoon. That's going to be New Year's Eve afternoon, noon Eastern. Virginia Tech in Kentucky. There's Uh-oh. been some stuff happening off off the field. Um, Mark Stoops talked about. You know, a, I think we have issues here. What happened? Fair, you there.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm here now. I'm good. I'm, okay. just, uh, I'm the, the, um, the, the, the improvising it just on the road. The internet goes down and we lose the connection stuff to do it the old fashioned way and pick up a phone and call.
0: There we go. All right. So let's do it. Let's get into the games. New Year's Eve day, noon. Virginia Tech versus Kentucky. Virginia Tech's been favored this whole time. Uh, there's been some stuff going on off the field. Uh, there's almost a little uh, doohickey of, a, of a, sh- a scrap at one of the pre uh, game bowl uh, events that, let's face it, always happens. And now how chirpy you guys are with social media and all that stuff um, is bound to happen when these teams keep getting together for these bowl games. Uh, I've liked Kentucky since I saw this matchup was out. I, I just can't get out of my head how Bryce Perkins ran all over Virginia Tech's defense. And this Kentucky offense is the most quarterback run offense I think I've ever seen, except for option offenses back in the day with, you know, our, our, our boy, our boy, Coach Donnan and those Oklahoma teams with Jamel Holloway and, and such. But I just, I just love the mantra this, this Kentucky team has bought into. Um, you know, everyone knows, you know, what happened with the quarterback situation. Lynn Bowden comes in and just has been, Incredible, uh, doing what he's doing. He's, uh, he said it's his last game. He's going to go pro. He's one of the best playmakers I've seen. Um, you know, just playmaking ability, and you saw it as he's he was, a, you know, big time receiver, and now he's playing quarterback. Uh, I just, I, I like Kentucky's defense. I'm, I'm not sold on the Virginia Tech offense. I understand it's Bud Foster's last game. I just like what Kentucky brings to the table here. The team is, is, is together, and Virginia Tech showed me a lot. They could have went in the tank earlier in the year, but I, I'll take Kentucky in the points in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. and I would also think that you wouldn't see Bud Foster's defense give up a million yards like Bryce Burkins uh left uh, yeah. them apart in Charles to just being his final game. I would think that they would put forth a much better defensive effort. So I would agree with you uh, on Kentucky, and I would probably take a look at the under as well.
0: All right, uh, next one will be the Belk Bowl, two o'clock Eastern that day. Florida State, Arizona State. I got nothing here. It's too much unknown with the guys that are not playing. You know the coaching situations, uh, coordinators. Florida State, you know, you know, have, still having their uh, ordeal, even though they hired Norvell. Um, I just it's a stay away for me.
1: It's an absolute stay away from for me as well. Uh, I, I would expect Florida State to play a pretty uh, inspire a game even without, uh, acres. And, and I, I was curious too. I, I, I was, when, when I heard like Alex Hornerbrook not playing, I'm like, I'm like, oh no, did he get like concussion issues again or something? Cause I knew he had some head issues and some injury issues. In, it was Thompson, uh, last year. And then I was like, Oh no, Alex Hornerbrook not playing. Uh, uh, prepare for the NFL combine. Wait, like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like who's drafted him? Yeah. Uh, that was weird. So it's going to be Blackman, a quarterback for the Noles and, uh, I, I they got some good news with Tamari uh, and Terry and Mark Wilson coming back next year. So uh, I, I, I think that if I, if I had to play the game, I, I would lean towards taking Florida State here.
0: Yeah, I also um, – I think – who's the quarterback that came in? Uh, was it Jordan Travis? He came in against BC. He had a late, one yeah, of those yeah. long, late mm-hmm. touchdown runs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more of him, too, uh, if, if that's yeah. going to be the future. Uh, of the position. I'm not sure what they have going on recruiting. Uh, I know people are probably going to jump down my throat for not knowing Florida State's recruiting, but I'm sorry. How
1: dare right. you not know that in the midst of a, a short turnaround between the end <laughs> of the regular season and the semifinal and, and Christmas being in there. Those are 12 very vital days.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry again. Uh, shout out to, to all the real reasonable Knowles fans out there. Uh, next we have. Hold on. We got five. Oh, this is my most Finals, final, finally, Finally
1: a game I like.
0: Yeah, Kansas State and Navy. Uh, Westgate has Navy minus three now, over under 52 and a half. I've said it all bowl season. If there's a coaching staff I would trust from a Power Five um, uh, program right now to get ready for the option in the bowl game. It's not Mike Leach, which I went to see in person at the old <laughs> Cheese it Bowl the other night. Uh, it's Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. And, um, I just, he's seen all every kind of offense at the, at the FCS level. I, he knows the success he's had at that FCS level. Um, we also got to talk about that FCS game, uh, on, on our bowl pod next week. Did you see who's yes. favored in that game?
1: Yes, I did. I, I, that, so that would make me very concerned about, about backing the Bison in that game because, uh, that, that that's kind of like the, all all I, I would think the general public knows about uh, SCS is, uh, is North Dakota State and and, and the Bison and how the national champs and, and underdogs so that that would be must we'll do a little bit more
0: digging. Yeah, we're will uh, go yeah, a deeper dive next week my,
1: on that one. I need one. to get my I need to get my JMU scouted before from uh, from Lee sitting on that.
0: Yeah, well, maybe maybe we can make a – he, he could tape an IA on it for us.
1: Uh, <laughs> Introducing America to Lee fitting, but anyway, I, I, I'm with you
0: on, okay. on this game.
1: I like I like K State. Uh, I think they are just probably better in the trenches and maybe they just have a couple weeks off, be able to now Navy already won their ten games. Uh, they beat Army. Sure, they would love to. I'm sure win a ball game, but but I do think uh, defensively, I think K State is a bit better. Uh, and, 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 maybe is here. And, and while Michael Perry had a great year, uh, I don't think this is a Navy team that's going to put up 40 somewhat points against K-State. I like to get, I like to catch.
0: All right. Next moving on, 430 Eastern that day. Uh, actually some breaking news with this game. Wyoming laying seven to Georgia State over under 48 and a half. I just read this morning that true freshman, I believe it's true freshman. Uh, or you know what? First career start, Levi Williams is going to start at quarterback. For Wyoming, uh, which I thought was pretty eye-opening. Uh, Bowl, I've I'm, I'm never questioned any of his, uh, decision-making, known, you know, his prior time at, um, North Dakota State also. But this, I, this is a stay away for me. I'm, I'm not sure what the, the mindset of these two teams are. I'm, I'm sure they're ecstatic to be playing this late in the bowl season down in Tucson, get some warm weather, hopefully. Uh, but it's a stay away with Wyoming given seven here.
1: Yeah, it'd be a stay away for me. I mean, I guess, it's interesting. I would, I would say. I guess you take the under, but but Georgia State has given up some points this year, and that Wyoming running game could, uh, could get going. So it's a stay away from me. Uh, Georgia State's they're still short-handed at quarterback. Right? He's uh, yeah. he's not because he's got that ACL issue. Out. Uh, I don't know. I yeah. I, I watch, enjoy, so take a look live, but I, I got nothing pre. Pre flop is what is yeah. Alexander would say for this one.
0: <laughs> Very good. And then, uh, the night game, uh, this is going to be a good one. The Alamo Bowl, uh, Texas, Utah 54 and a half, uh, Utah laying seven. I've thought from the jump that Kyle Whittingham would would rally the troops. I know plenty of people have weighed in, uh, after they played their worst game of the year, uh, and in, in the biggest stage they had, which was really unfortunate. Uh, I've talked about it all the time. I just hope teams play when they, well when they get that stage. Of course, they did not, which was why I had Oregon in that game, uh, knowing what the Pac-12 has done uh, when we get to those certain places. But I I, I, I believe in Utah here. I, I think Utah is good is better than Texas is good. Um, this could be a this could be a good live bet situation. If it, I, I like, I said I think Utah is going to come to play. If Texas jumps out, I still think Utah has enough to respond. They're good defensively at figuring stuff out. Texas will probably have a couple tricks up their sleeve. It looks like Texas is pretty healthy. Uh, Collin's going to play at wide receiver. Uh, Ellinger, obviously a subpar year. I love both these quarterbacks. I love both these head coaches. Uh, I think it's a real entertaining game. I would lean towards giving the seven here.
1: As would I I, I do. I, I think the country thinks Utah's garbage after, after their performance in the top 12 holiday game with the berth and in the, in the playoff on the line. Uh, I, I think Utah, I think Hundley and Moss will have some success uh, running the ball against mm. that Texas defense, and I, w- I agree I would lay the seven
0: here. All right, we'll definitely get to some more picks, but first, the regular season is over, but your fantasy season doesn't have to be. With the start of the playoffs this weekend, you could still get your fantasy fix with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy. And if you've never played before, there's even more good news. New users could play for $1 million, this top prize this weekend. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, throw, and catch mean more with a DraftKings lineup on the line. It's simple. Just draft your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching a game quite like having a shot at $1 million. And be sure to check out the newest game mode, Flash Draft, Now you can draft a team for a single quarter of a live football game. Download the DraftKings app now and use code STEVE. New users enter code STEVE at sign-up and play for your shot at the $1 million top prize. That's code STEVE and play for your shot at the $1 million top prize. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, moving ahead to the greatest day of the year because it's the first day of the year and also my birthday, Wednesday, January 1st. We started off with the old Outback Bowl. Minnesota and the boat are coming down to Tampa. You got it, against Auburn. Uh, spread is seven. Um, I, it, everybody's playing for Auburn, which I love. One of my favorite players in, in the sport, Derek Brown, said he's playing, which really gets me pumped. Uh, I'm just not sure... Minnesota. I know they played Penn State, all right, and and, and I think the world of Penn State's uh, talent um, on that roster. But this whole this Auburn defense, I said all year, I would put them up there with the best unit in the country, uh, and I'm just not sure Minnesota is ready for that. Now, on the other hand, Minnesota plays that mind game with the RPOs better than anybody in the country. That's why James Franklin went and got their offensive coordinator. It is a a a. a um, I don't even know. I can't get a good word because it's all cuss words, but it screws with your mind if you're playing in the secondary <laughs> for Auburn with what Minnesota does in the backfield. Uh, I, I'm not sure about Auburn's offense here because I think Minnesota does a really good job, um, scheme wise with what they have, uh, personnel. And, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Fleck, but this game I think is a stay away. I think it's going to be a, a competitive game. Everybody loves talking what Auburn did last year. Uh, when they went to play Purdue in that Music City Bowl when nobody thought they were going to show up and they absolutely steamrolled the Boilermakers. But I think this is going to be a, a, a well-played game, and uh, I, I think it's going to be competitive, but it's a stay away for me when I look at the line.
1: Yeah, it, 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 it's a stay away. If you need to play the game, I, I would I would lean towards weighing the points with Auburn, maybe even playing a little bit of the under, just because I don't I don't know how many points Minnesota will be able to score against uh, an Auburn defense that has everybody playing, uh, and, and that held somehow held LSU to twenty-three points this year. So I, I would I would lean towards playing Auburn in this game. You've got to play it. Don't love it, but but I know you look. You guys are looking for a little bit of a lean. Uh, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if this Minnesota year could uh, is if they if they are going to play that role of Purdue, where you kind of have a, a magical type year like Purdue did last year. At that mm-hmm. big win against Ohio State. Looked like you would be excited and motivated to play in a bowl game. You go out and you get kind of steamrolled. I, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's a really good game. But I, I would lean towards laying the points.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I think it's a fascinating matchup. I really like the in-game coaching both these head coaches provide. The one thing I will say is that Fleck and those two great receivers on the outside, they run every route there is. And I'm not sure, you know, Auburn, you know, on the other side, doesn't really have a route tree for their wide receivers. <laughs> uh, but, they're I mean, Fleck will have a very detailed passing game attack in this game. And I'm just not sure, you know, Auburn could catch up to it, but it might catch them off guard at the beginning and, and hopefully maybe give Minnesota some momentum here. But, like I said, it's a stay away. I, I think I would lay the seven if, you know, if I'm in the – you know, I think I did – uh one of those confidence pools with the spreads. I think I did uh, lay Auburn, but it was very, very uh, uh, low confidence. Uh, the other one is one of my picks, and I'm actually uh, adding on to it. Uh, it's Alabama minus seven. Uh, I know it feels like everybody's on it. I don't care. I, I, I love what um, – I saw from Ohio State when they played Michigan attacking that secondary and Alabama's got way better receivers to me uh than an Ohio State did. And I also like the over in this game because on the other side Michigan's got talent um with their with their guys uh so I think um Michigan will I am not sure how much they'll hold up. They're going to come here. I just I like I said, it's a marathon when you play these Alabama teams. You saw the uh, what Auburn had to do Offensively uh, to win, and what had to happen at the end in order for them to win that game uh, with Mack at quarterback. But I'll, I'll take Auburn and the uh, bleh, wow. Don't mix those teams up. I will take Alabama and the over in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I am with you on the over. Uh, okay. I'm worried about. I'm worried about laying the, laying the points here. Yep. But, but but I I do think this is a this is an Alabama team total over. Uh, this is an over game, and, and I think Michigan could have. Uh, some potential success against the Alabama defense as well. This is this is definitely an over I, I see Alabama uh, somewhere in the area of uh, thirty eight, forty two points somewhere around there because yeah. their offense with all those receivers will score, and a couple of guys sitting out for the Bama D. You, you would think that the Michigan, who had had a lot of success in the first half against uh, Ohio State in the regular season, um, should have some success at times against Alabama as well. So I have a I agree with you on the over in this game.
0: Uh, let's do some quick math because you're way better at it than me. If the over/unders fifty-eight and Alabama's laying seven, what do you? What does that make the team totals?
1: I would say what probably uh, Alabama's probably around thirty-four.
0: Okay, so, so you think you, you, you would, think that be you would take that over too, right? Yeah, I would. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Yes. Yeah, so probably 34. we could probably
1: look. We could probably just look at our drafting apps and and. Uh, and see if they're up there. Yeah, That might be able to make things a lot easier. But, yeah, I would guess it's around 34.
0: Uh, I feel I'm dumb sure for people, not knowing. But Yeah. Oh, well. I just was going to ask you and not me on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm awful. All right, and then where you are, the granddaddy, uh, the Rose Bowl, awesome matchup, uh, Oregon, Wisconsin. Uh, who's been there more recently? I know Oregon,
1: Oregon played the playoff again. Get- o- 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 Oregon's been you could say. that yeah, technically was the Rose Bowl.
0: Yeah, against Jameis. That's that
1: playoff set so, against Jameis. Yeah.
0: All right. And, man, Wisconsin I think was, was, was
1: with was, 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 was there uh,
0: the oh, year before that was thirteen
1: right? Yeah.
0: Russell Wilson.
1: No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Wilson that, he spiked had, the ball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dad, dad. had that great game. Like uh, 300 all-purpose yards. Yeah. That was that was a wild game. Uh, that was well, awesome. I, mean, I, I, I like Oregon in this game. I think the fact okay. that their receivers are finally healthy is a big deal. I think this is a team that can match up with Wisconsin in the trenches. Uh, I mean, I, I love. I love the Wisconsin did a good job in the first half against Ohio State. In that Big Ten title game that we were at before the, the dam finally broke in the second half, and mm. Buckeyes got things figured out. But uh, I, I like the Ducks here. I, I think yes, we made as made a lot about the Pac-12's record uh in, in ball games and how they've really struggled. But but, but I, I think I think the Ducks show up here. I think they uh they, they get the one Get get the one on the field.
0: All right. This one is is I've been trying to analyze this as much as I could. And and when I look at it, I love the personnel of both these teams. I think both coaching staffs do a great job. And the one thing that sticks out to me was it really felt like Cristobal let his guys coach in that Pac twelve title game and you just saw That Oregon offense we wanted to see, which was what we saw in that second half in Tempe when they tried to come back against Arizona State, free reign. Harbert looked great, looked comfortable, looked like he had control of the situation. The run game was just quick, downhill stuff, not trying to get too fancy. On the other side, I love Paul Christ. Um, I think head coaching-wise, when you look at this, it's kind of a mismatch, but I like Oregon's personnel better. I love Tim Leonard, the Wisconsin defensive coordinator. You mentioned, you know how the dam did fall against Ohio State, um, but I, I, this is going to be a really, really well played game. I'm not sure on the over/under either, uh, because I think that's a really good, good number, and that number being 51 and a half, Wisconsin's favorite here. I don't like that. I, I, I honestly think it's a pick 'em game. Um, and I would just try I trust Chris and Leonard more than I trust the Oregon coaching staff. So I would lean Wisconsin here and lay the three. When what should be an awesome game.
1: Later New Year's night, Baylor, George I mean, we've we've uh, psychoanalyzed this game from a from a, 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 a psychologist point of view, and yeah, and show up. And I, I love what Matt, I love what Matt Rule did with this team. Is just totally addressing the NFL stuff. Be like I I mean, I'd be an idiot not to not to at least field the call and answer the questions and, and, and go through the process. You don't want to shut any doors on anything. And the fact that he was open with his team about it, uh, I have a feeling this will probably be his last game uh, at Baylor. I think that Giants' job is going to be hard for him not to – it will be hard for him, I think, to say no to. I don't know that mm-hmm. as a fact, but, but I, I think there's a good chance he'll be at the Giants next year. Uh, I wish I hope I'm wrong because he's great. I, I love him and he's great for college football. And, and I think he's in a place now where he could uh, make an impact in that Big 12 on a year in, uh, year out basis. Uh, the fact that this numbers come down now to five, uh, I think I'm going to land on Georgia. I, I do think what happened last year uh, will have an impact on Georgia for the better. That I, that I don't think they're going to want to be embarrassed like that uh, the way they were last year. I think Baylor's going to have a hard time scoring points. So I uh, I'm gonna, i am going to lay the uh, the five. And I actually think there's a uh, was a four and a half, I think, out there before yeah. with uh, Georgia as well. But I'll, I'll, I'll lay the five
0: with, uh, with Georgia here. It's just, it's, uh, it's just one of those games where I, I have zero feel on it. I'll ask you this question. Does the outcome of LSU-Oklahoma make you think anything differently about this game?
1: Uh, no, not really, because the Georgia offense has really struggled at times. Yeah, it's completely different. And I had—I don't want to say I had like zero respect for Oklahoma, but I had very little respect for Oklahoma's defense. I mean, I made no bones about how, like, I didn't. I mean, they—they they were just like number four by default, kind mm-hmm. of. And if was, if everyone was being honest uh, with themselves, I mean, they are four or five SEC teams that are better than Oklahoma and probably uh, three or so Big Ten teams that are better uh, than Oklahoma. So uh, the committee put them in, and they, they, they did what they did because uh, they had the one loss. But uh, it was – I don't want to say I expected that, seven touchdowns and seven drives in the first half. But uh, uh, that, that really has done because I, I didn't see LSU uh, getting shut down very much by uh, that uh, a shorthanded Oklahoma team there.
0: Okay. Does, does it make
1: you? Does it, does it make you feel differently?
0: Yeah, it it does. It just I really I, I start to and then like you said, it's it's tough because I think the world of rule as a coach. I know he's gonna have his guys ready, but can Baylor hold up against that offensive line uh, of Georgia? Like that's the strength. Um, you know they've had some when the, when they got it going this year, it's been good. Uh, but I, I and the other thing to me is if Charlie Brewer doesn't play in this game, no, I no way I can take Baylor. There's no chance. Uh, but I think from what I've read at the, the press conferences down in, in, New Orleans, Rule is expecting Brewer to play. So that's a huge plus for Baylor. Uh, because I, I mean, I know those kids made plays when they came in, um, in the Big 12 title game, but their, their offense is nothing, uh, what it's cracked up to be without Brewer. So that even makes the handicap tougher. I, you gotta think Kirby Smart has to get a win here, man. If, if they lose this game, that seat is gonna be hot, man. And I, I can't, it's, it's been like nothing I've ever seen with the success he's had, but then the games we, I mean, maybe Harbaugh-ish, it would feel like, because he couldn't do that, but even he's beaten his rivals, so like that's good. But like the games they've blown on the stages they've been at is just not a bit not been a good mix. For what the success they've had, if that makes any sense to you. You feel what I'm saying there?
1: You know, no, I do. I, I mean, they, they put together another great, great recruiting class, but it, it, at some point, I mean, they, they are going to have to break through and either, I mean, again, win the SEC again, uh, get to the playoff, and, and ultimately ultimately, win a national title. So we'll see. In mean, Florida, Florida's coming. I mean, Florida either as is, is recruited well as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they, they, they certainly had their way with Florida the last couple of years. So we'll see if that can continue. Uh, let's move to, uh, January 2nd. Uh, yep. uh I like BC against Cincinnati. Uh, I, I think even without AJ going, uh, I think that offense will have uh, some success, uh, against Freeman and the, and the defense that, uh, UC's put out there at times, uh, I think Goodell and, 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 and the interim role there at BCA, yeah, yeah, you don't have Adazio, you don't have Dylan, But but I, I just think that's too many points. Uh, I, I like the Eagles there.
0: Okay. Uh, one thing, just getting back to that Sugar Bowl real quick, I just saw he has been cl- – Brewer has been cleared to play and he is listed as probable for that game. So sorry about that confusion. My computer, my computer was not loading, but uh, it looks like he's going to play. So that makes it even tougher for me to think of that game. But it, was, it should be a fun one to watch. Both fan bases, I think, will show up for that one. Uh, moving ahead to the second, that night, I've said this is my number one stay-away game of the whole bowl season because I just want to sit back and watch Indiana play Tennessee. I love these two coaching staffs. They did incredible jobs this year coming from where they were at different points. I mean, I'm talking about the lows and where they were. At certain points this season, um, Indiana starting off getting beat down by Ohio State and rising up in Tennessee. We all know how they started the season. So uh, I'm really fired up just to sit back and watch this game. I just, I, I have, I, I don't want a side on it. I don't have a lean on it. I just know both these teams are going to be prepared to play and play hard. I mean,
1: I, if I had to play this game, uh, I, I would go with my, my friends from Bloomington. Okay. i take the points here. I, I like, I like their defense. And uh, I think Ramsey and that offense do enough uh, as well. I, I would uh, I would lean towards taking the Hoosiers.
0: All right, love love Ramsey. Kid has gotten off off the deck every situation he's been in his career, and uh, he's he's a really a favorite of mine. Uh, seeing the situations that he's been thrown into during his time in Bloomington. All right, moving on to the final day. No, I shouldn't say final day. That's Friday, January third. Ohio, Nevada. It's a pass for me. This is the Potato Bowl uh, out in Boise. You got anything here?
1: I I, I got nothing for you. I mean, okay. Nevada,
0: Nevada. I think that record
1: is a little bit fraudulent. Um, Ohio lost a bunch of close games this year and uh, to some games that they very easily could have won. Uh, it feels like Ohio is probably the better team, but uh, out there, I mean, it's a shorter trip from uh, from Reno to Boise. You, you would think uh than than Athens, Ohio out there. So I don't know if that if they're gonna have that much of a difference in the game or not, but I guess if you had to play the game, I guess I'd lean towards playing Ohio, but I don't really love it.
0: Yeah. Uh the next one on the docket would be set that Saturday morning. I think it's eleven thirty uh kick. Yeah. Saturday, January fourth, eleven thirty AM Eastern. Uh this is the Armed Forces Bowl. I actually like the over. In this game, I really like both coaching staffs. I think they'll have their guys prepared. I like the offensive talent on both Southern Miss and Tulane. Uh, Tulane's laying seven with the over under 56 and a half. I expect a lot of points in these games. Uh, or I should say in this game, uh, Tulane comes in averaging 33 a game. Uh, Southern Miss pl- averaging 27 and they both give up over, uh, 20 average giving up over 26 a game. Uh, plenty of yards allowed, both teams allowing. Uh, Over three fifty a game, so I I expect some fireworks here and some points. Yeah,
1: I I can get behind that total as well. I I think yeah, you've you've got a a Tulane offense now, I think, which is will probably be as healthy as they've been all year, and and I think Southern Miss certainly. I I, I don't. Did did Abraham get hurt in that final in that final regular season game or one of those late season games? I I can't remember if he did or did not. I, I thought I. I don't remember when he got hurt one of those games, but I, I could be wrong. But but you're right. I think that's a that's a that's a tough offense to stop, even with some uh, some tough, from, some some weeks to, uh, to prepare for it. So I would I would agree with you on the over there.
0: Yeah, it looks like he finished that uh, the Conference USA title game. Uh, threw for a score, ran for a score. Uh, he did throw four picks in that game against FAU. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, but. Uh, I like, I, I think he's pretty damn talented. Well, they, so. well,
1: well, they played, FAU played UAB in the, uh, the conference title game.
0: Oh, that's right. No, I'm saying Southern Miss's last game. My fault. I'm oh, totally okay. I'm misreading yeah. That. Yeah, that, that. That was that, their well, last game.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They got, that, that was the game that, uh, FAU clinched a spot and Uh, they beat right. Southern Miss 34-17. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, good. totally can't read a calendar. Jeez. Uh, um, and then, is there any more? Is there one more?
1: Yeah, we got we got we got the the, the raging Cajuns. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the raging Cajuns oh, and,
0: and the, the Redhawks. Uh, oh, that's it's Monday. The, that's officially a week uh, I, I,
1: before. Just you 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 get the Rose Bowl on your birthday. I <laughs> I, I get Miami of Ohio and you, and and the Raging Cajuns on my birthday. It's birthday. That's about that's that's about status quo for our for the direction of our lives. Those yeah, are your Redhawks,
0: though. You picked them to win the match.
1: I did. I, I, I did. It, it doesn't seem like a lot of points. I mean, I mean, Four they, they, they teams a lot. They shut down a lot of the better offenses they faced, and, and you talk about we talked about turnovers with Southern Miss. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the Cajuns really hurt themselves Jeez. in that game uh, against Appalachian State, or else they could have done potentially a better job. They, they score. They they move the ball well. I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like a lot of points. So if I had to play that game. Uh, I, I would take. I take the Napier's team to win, but. Fourteen
0: teams seems like a lot. Yeah, I It's. I mean, you're saying a lot. The reason it sticks out to me is, is the Cajuns are, are a big-time running team. You know, they average 265 uh, yards rushing a game, and that just tells you, you know, people thought about the Air Force-Wazoo game. Uh, you know, I gave out the over in that game, and I knew I was done when Wazoo went down uh, and didn't score on fourth down on the goal line, and then Air Force has a 20-play drive. So I knew that was a loser real quick. Uh, but this one – feels like four teams a lot god forbid uh Miami Ohio jumps out you, you, you got to feel like you uh, I should say you feel pretty darn good uh with those 14 points uh knowing what the raging cages is bringing to the table uh with that run game but uh, both teams have won four of their last five so uh it'd be interesting i think um both of these guys were did what's that Miami, Ohio's Ohio is looking for their ninth win and Raising Casey could get 11 wins. Those are two darn good seasons, uh, by those two coaching staffs. So that takes us to probably when we'll be traveling down, but we mentioned we will do a bowl game, um, a title game pod next Wednesday, January 8th. Uh, you got anything else before you, uh, go get some meals out in Pasadena?
1: No, no. Well, we're, we're uh, I- I'm good to go. I- I'm going to look forward to breaking down there the, the title game and seeing where this number goes and, and certainly it's all been one way action on LSU right now uh we'll, we'll see if this number crosses 6 i think it's touched 6 uh right now in a couple of places so um, we'll, we'll see where it goes i, I, I can see the i mean LSU is going to be really hard to beat in that building but uh yeah, i would think if you are a Clemson fan uh you would have to be like hey, you know what we played probably uh, a, a B or a B minus game, maybe. I mean, Ross and Higgins certainly didn't have great games, and, and they made you a couple of plays late. Uh, you, you were blown up in the trenches earlier in the in, in the game. You hung in there, and you found a way to win. And you certainly wouldn't think uh, you would get a a B minus effort from uh, from Clemson uh, in the on game. But uh, no one stops LSU's offense at all this year, so uh, they they are going to be up against it. I, I can't wait to get down there.
0: Yeah, I, the one thing I say right now when I'm, when I'm looking at it is after seeing, uh, LSU in person earlier this year, I just, you're going to have to outscore them. You're going to have, and, and I think, Cle- and I know everybody said Ohio State matches up better with LSU. I disagree. I, I like Clemson's firepower and I'll tell you what, 16 impressed the hell out of me in that Fiesta Bowl, man. Holy cow, did he take his game to another level? And I don't think he's going to get hit the way he did against Ohio State. So I think he's going to be way more comfortable in that pocket. And like Dabo said, they're number three and that's how they're counting themselves as underdog. And they got to
1: get, they got to <laughs> get to
0: 30 and no. yeah, he's number three. That's what he told Scott. You know, Scott said, you can't be a little old clumpster anymore. And he said, yeah, but Scott, we're number three. So. Maybe they move us up to number two, but we're still the underdog. So that's going to be fun to see what he comes he up with.
1: Uh, he can't help himself. I love
0: him. I love him. How about an NFL pick for the people?
1: Uh, well, early lean. Early in in, in wild card rounds?
0: Yeah. God, you like every, Kirk Cousins got eight every, in New Orleans.
1: Everyone's gonna everyone's gonna love the Titans this week. You know that, right? The war, the the world will be on it. I kind of like the Bills. Okay, I I, I like I like their defense um, a lot. You just got to wonder about Josh Allen going down there, Uh, and and I kind of like Seattle too. I I know they're beat up, and and I know they lost a crueling game last uh, yesterday. Yeah, I know they have to go across the country, but uh, Eagles team, come on, man, they're they're, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I, I lean. I lean towards. uh, Buffalo and in uh, Seattle, and the only the only thing I want out of this week, actually, I, I want a birthday present. I'm going oh. I'm, I'm, I'm to leave Chris. I'm going to Boomer a uh, voicemail. The only thing I want for an early birthday present is a Friday night six o'clock Sports center Schwam, where where, <laughs> where, where where we have a Niners Bills Super Bowl prediction. I want to relive my youth.
0: Where every yes. year it was
1: Niners Bills in the Super Bowl. So that, that, that's all I want.
0: That's awesome. That's a great call. I'm going to see if I can get that to happen. Uh God only knows where he is. Probably out in Hawaii. Is he already? No, he's got. No, he's hanging around for the playoffs. Uh he's yeah, no, up, he's not. He's, he's not probably up now. in Buffalo, circling the wagons. He could be. You know, he, he
1: might be. He, he. You know, he might be out now. He, he could he might be out there now?
0: Oh, but he's but then, still but doing
1: prime time. I was say now that they do now that he's doing primetime time on Sunday, though you're right. So I, yeah. I know when he wasn't doing primetime, he certainly would have been out in Maui by now. So maybe he uh maybe he's gonna wait till after the playoffs and Super Bowl to uh head on out to Maui. Maybe I can go with him.
0: <laughs> Very good. Um I if I'm going down, I'm going down with the boys in Foxborough, so I'll lay the down to four and a half. I mean, yeah, that that, that defense that, is still. That, that's going to be. I mean, be a, Tannehill's that's been reach
1: awful. Yeah,
0: so gonna reach uh, I know he's with a lot better talent be than his Dolphins days. But if I go down, I'm going down with old Billy B. So exactly. Um, Buck, no, you, you are supposed to
2: be willing lose. Buck, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm not leaving this podcast. Uh, you know, it's next week that I'm not going to be around for.
0: Okay. Who, who's the, who's, right. the, who's the
1: Browns? Who's the Browns' next head coach?
2: A good one. If you know, let me know. We can put some money down on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have to try Ur- to find out. Urban,
2: he ain't going there.
1: Why not? wow well, Oh, he's not.
2: Come on. He's not he's coaching not, the Browns. No, he's not. No. You want to make a bet, Steve? No, <laughs> okay, I just love. Okay, I just, just love bringing sure. his name up. Love bringing his name up.
1: He saw. He saw a lot of them on uh, on on Saturday night. Is there oh, on yeah. the, the sideline and coaches box. Then on the set working after the games, so it was weird. of yeah. all over the place. So
2: it's a I weird dynamic. I think yeah. he
1: was in, I I mean, think was, I think was in the Ohio State locker room as I well. I mean, or? he is the former sure.
2: coach. His son-in-law is on the staff. Okay, I think he's allowed to be there.
1: Sure. Yeah, I mean, sure. It's just, a, and I know technically he is. A, what he is a, still a, a school employee as well. I just don't get the whole school employee. Broadcaster thing, it's an interesting thing to have to juggle, but he's doing it. He's doing it well. Black Urban, I, I always get along with him, so I got
0: know. I got to no know what she's with him. Absolutely. Uh, all right, I think that's going to do it for this week. And Bear, take us away. And the
1: less you bet, the more you lose when you win. Happy New Year,
0: everybody.